0: Hello, hey, 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 this is Fernando here and this is The Unique, the podcast where I'm creations. And today we have an epic singer from Pittsburgh with a quite interesting style, pretty funky may I say, and her name is Victoria Morgan. So how are you doing, Victoria?
1: I'm doing well.
0: So how about you tell us about what influenced you on wanting to become a singer?
1: So I actually remember the exact moment. I was sitting in my living room in my childhood home and I was on my laptop exploring YouTube you know, as fifth graders did at that time, probably like 2000, like, I don't know, like 2006 or 2007, maybe. And all of a sudden I see this music video for this and there's a, there's just like a little picture and it's this girl with red hair. And I'm like, I'm a girl with red hair. I want to listen to this song. It was Misery (laughs) Business by Paramore. (gasps) Paramore, oh. Yes. I watched the music video. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is what I need to do for the rest of my life," and that was okay. that.
0: Do you play instruments too, or you just sing?
1: I sing. I play guitar, and I'm learning bass guitar right now.
0: Oh, awesome! Yeah, you should learn how to play the drums too, and you might as well just do the whole thing, and then you can just record <laughs> the whole thing yourself.
1: Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get to that point. Let's tackle bass first.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of like, um, can you remember the first time you wrote your first song?
1: I do, actually. I was in third grade, and I was part of this program in school for, like, it was kind of like a gifted and talented thing, and one of our assignments was to make a poem or something related to Thanksgiving, and I wrote a song about a pumpkin being made into pumpkin bread, and that was the first original song I ever wrote.
0: Do you remember the words?
1: I don't. There's a recording of it somewhere in my house. I gotta find it.
0: <laughs> what what makes you want to write that, anyway?
1: I don't really know what was going through my third grade mind. I think I just, yeah, I don't really know. I'm just kind of a weird kid, so or a unique kid. Yeah, unique is a better word, not weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just have a fascination for pumpkins.
1: I'm gonna write a song about pumpkins. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's where my head was at.
0: (laughs) But I wouldn't blame you because pumpkin is pretty amazing. Oh my god, pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread, pumpkin cake. Now I'm gonna taste your pumpkin. Now I wish it was Halloween again. (laughs) No, I want some pumpkin. anyways. um, so what influenced you to write songs? Out of the
1: honestly, it's just always been in me, and I know that that sounds really cheesy, but like when I was in fifth grade, I started listening to a lot of like pop radio and like getting acquainted with the people who were really popular at that time, like uh I know Rihanna was getting really popular then um the black eyed peas were really popular mm-hmm. uh. Yeah. So I was getting more, I was getting into pop music and I would like think about these different artists and I would think about like, oh, if I would write a song for Rihanna, what would I want it to sound like? If I would write a song for the Black Eyed Peas, what would I want it to sound like? And I could like come up with like different versions of their songs in my head. And then eventually that just sort of transferred into me writing songs for myself.
0: What's your, speaking so of Rihanna, like what what would you say is your favorite album by Rihanna? Oh,
1: uh, my favorite album album by rihanna. rihanna is probably uh probably auntie but yeah
0: for me it's like a rated r I don't, the reason why because like that's one of her edgiest albums it was that's so true. fascinating
1: that was that's what i liked about was really it really
0: edgy yeah uh disturbia go hard hey baby i'm a rock star.
1: Yes. yeah baby i'm a rock star. she's, oh my she's God, incredible she really is she's yeah, really she uh, is. kept up with the times she also has a yeah. really great she also has a really great makeup line but that's a different story oh, <laughs> oh.
0: yeah you know you know she has she's she's still going on because she's not as i don't know if she's still popping but i don't really hear that much about her anymore
1: you know she's actually i just mentioned she had a makeup line she's just like focusing a lot more on her businesses right now which i really respect you know when you're a creative, yeah. you have a lot of different avenues that you want to pursue. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get to a certain point in your career, you got to switch things up a little bit. And I don't I don't see a problem with that. But I would be happy to hear some new music from her soon.
0: Yeah. Like um, this new um, this one artist I knew, uh, he started out as a model. Then he went. His name is Tyrese. I don't know if you yeah. know him. He started as a. Yeah. You know him? Oh, my God. Finally. someone I know is Tyrese. Yeah, started out as a model, then he went to he went to singing, then he went to acting. But ooh, there's a lot of it's it's cool though because it shows that you can be taken looked at more than just a singer or an artist. It shows that you have multiple talents. Some some people they become movie directors. Some people they own a clothing line. A lot of them own a clothing line. Some of them perfume, you know, or Sean John uh, P Diddy has an own restaurant, you know.
1: Oh yeah, that's you know, really interesting. How he's much- very much an entrepreneur.
0: Oh heck yeah! He's always been since day one. Like every once in a while, um, when you have when you're writing songs, you go into a blank, you know. And oh, what would yeah. you say? Uh, what what would you say keeps you going for writing songs when you're in that moment?
1: When I am experiencing some writer's block, I try to listen to some music that's completely different from what I'm creating to yeah. just get an outside perspective. I also if I'm in the mood to write, but I'm and I'm like trying to finish a specific song and it's just not coming to me, oftentimes I'll move on to another song and get to get in a flow. And once I've kind of gotten into that state, I can go back to the song I was struggling with originally and finish it.
0: I noticed that because I'm I heard that one song you made a couple years ago, uh, Known Better. Yeah,
1: Known Better. Yeah.
0: And then from you had that certain style, and then you made this new song, which is if you'd like to promote it's it. It's
1: system. It's live on Spotify, Apple Music, all all the great places right now. But yeah, it's definitely a departure from no better.
0: Yeah, it's a total, What influenced you to fall into that that type of style?
1: I am just very indecisive with my musical voice. Uh, I mean, to give mm-hmm. to give you a little bit of background, like after so i was in a, i was in a pop punk band called shirts versus skins when i was from the time i was 12 to the time i was 18 and i started doing victoria morgan stuff probably around 16 but of course after shirts versus skins broke up i started doing victoria morgan became my only project and like i would just describe the music that i made between 2014 and 2000 Like seven, yeah, two thousand fourteen, two thousand seventeen, as like an identity crisis period. I don't necessarily dislike any of this stuff. I was just really confused about who I was as an artist and who I was as a person. So when I wrote System, it was really a shift into doing something that I had always wanted to do. And it's I wrote it in a time when I felt like I had figured myself out a lot more.
0: Just in case of people who haven't uh, heard it, would you like to explain the story of what the system is mainly about?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. So, uh, la- I I met my uh, I met my current boyfriend. His name's Steve. He actually Aww. he actually plays he actually plays in my band now, so it's really funny. I met him like, at a show at the end of December, and um, we started like seeing each other like in January this was a like 2007 like of last year like 2017 2018 and Mm -hmm. i had like just gotten out of a long-term relationship like not too long before that so the song was pretty much just like me being like why are you doing this again like why are you trying to get yourself into something again and that's what inspired the song uh i mean (laughs) it's actually really hilarious because like we obviously like kept seeing each other and like we're together and I wouldn't trade it for the world, but you know, sometimes when you've, when you're getting into something, a new relationship, it's just, uh, yeah. you feel the need to kind of push it out of your system. So that's, that's what the song was about. <laughs> I'm glad I did. very glad that I didn't. I'm very glad I did not get him out of my system.
0: <laughs> Probably go to the next question on, I was actually going to say, would you like to give a little taste of that song live on the podcast?
1: Sure. I'll sing the hook. There we go. All right. Something about you, gotta get you out of my system. Something about you, gotta get you out of my system. Something about you, gotta get you out of my system. Gotta hit it, quit it, best believe that I won't let you get the best of me.
0: Smooth. I just had to hear that too. Thank you. you. (laughs) I love that. I love that chorus. It's so it's so catchy and so clean. I just love Thank that. Thank
1: you. Course. Thank you so. Much.
0: Yeah, no problem, Victoria. Um, so what was it like when you first performed?
1: When I first performed, it was actually in musicals in elementary school, but the so I mean that was always fun, you know. I feel like when you're a kid, you're less self conscious, so I think I was actually less nervous. I think I started getting more and more nervous about performing as I got older. but the first time that I really remember feeling like just the most amazing rush of performing was my first show with my pop punk band shirts versus skins uh we just we played in the keynote cafe basement, the first keynote cafe the one before the one that exists now. And there was just, like, okay. a bunch of our sweaty middle and high school friends, like, dancing and singing and screaming and doing the <laughs> mosh pit. And I was just like, this is the best thing in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, that's the first okay. experience that I had, like, performing. And I don't know. I definitely I, – I feel it. I feel it every time, though. I feel I feel that rush every time.
0: What's the most memorable, mem- memorable moment that you can re- that really hits you at the heart when it comes to you being on stage
1: dang that's a that's a deep one so i would say that when i performed at the rock the palace show um back in it was like april 2017 it was my first time doing full band victoria morgan and I don't know if you've ever been to the Palace Theater, but it's this really yes. old historic theater in downtown Greensburg. I had gone to so many shows there before. It's, just, it's a very like legendary place. And playing on that stage, I was playing to a huge audience. It was, it, was, it was my first time playing with Victoria Morgan as a full band, which was a goal that I had had for such a long time. I think that may be one of my favorite performances of all time. And it was a battle of the bands. We ended up winning third place oh
0: um, nice congratulations
1: yeah and it was it was super cool because uh you know calbert the band calbert they yes. played two that night they got first place so it was just like it was like the youth takeover it was really cool
0: which by the way that noah that noah dude like he's a very talented uh, guitarist very very talented
1: next level just next oh my level gosh musician
0: i see him talking about um i see him talking about music all the time like it's like it's like his this way of like speaking like he can. He doesn't even have to talk. He can just hear him talking to his guitar and yes. his music. It's like so amazing. I met him with him uh, a couple uh, weeks ago, and I have to say, if you're listening to you this, no, know, you're a really, really uh, good artist. Him and his girl, uh, Tupelo. How do you say her name? Tup- Tupelo. Tupelo. Every time I think of, yeah. I, I think of her name. Every time I think crazy, of her name, crazy I think of a good her. singer. Yes she her name is to think of a flower every time i think of it i don't know i think it's maybe because of tulips two below tulips i don't know but yeah when you were at the palace how would you describe the feeling when they applauded and said your name in the crowd
1: it was really really exciting um i just remember feeling again that feeling of like this is what i need to do for the rest of my life like this is just what i want to spend the rest of my life doing and you know when people say my name it's not more of like an egotistical thing it's like no matter what they were going through that day like maybe I made them forget about it for the length of my performance and that to me is I think there's kind of you know there's kind of the stereotype of like the singer that's egotistical and all into themselves and just like wants the crowd to love them but that, that may be true for some people but for me personally it's it's about giving back to people through what I can do.
0: And because of that, at the end of the day, it makes you look more, uh, makes you want to look more human instead of just as a musician. just so At the end of the day, you're just Victoria, you know? It's Victoria is your name. But at the end of the day, you're still Victoria. Like, hey, everybody, uh, I I just want to give this all to you. Like, the whole, like, um, I bet you probably got this before, like, <laughs> before, like uh, maybe in a message out of nowhere saying, oh, I just want to tell you that. Your music is amazing. It helped me get through another day. That right there, I hear those stories all the time. That right there is an amazing. Uh, it's almost like you're a uh, doctor and like you're giving them their medicine, or like being a comedian. Like the laughter is healing for a soul. So it's music. Like singing to someone is is like, helping them heal. Yeah, what they're going through. That's a magical uh, thing. So, how do you feel about people who write their own songs versus those who have people write their own songs, write their songs?
1: I think that it just depends what kind of artist you want to be. Okay. And as long as you're honest about it, mm-hmm. there's no problem. Like if somebody pretended to write their own songs, but actually didn't, I just think that's unfair because there's a lot of like really hardworking songwriters out there who deserve the credit. Yeah, And then, you know, I don't think that people who write their own music are necessarily superior. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the greatest icons in music of all time didn't write their own music. It's just, you know, it it all depends on what you're going for. If you just want to focus on being, like, an insanely good singer and, like, doing all these runs and all that kind of stuff, and that's, like, your gift, like, that's fine. And then you get other people to help you in the song department. If you want to do it both, that's cool too.
0: What tips would you give to people who are trying to learn how to write a song? What would you say would be some good tips for them to you know, start out?
1: Yeah, I would say start off with some concepts. Think about some things in your life or stories you've come across or things you've heard from other people that have really just evoked an emotion in you. And once you've done that, like write all those things down and try to maybe tell the story of something that happened to you or something or someone else. Uh, Definitely... You know, I'd say like, look words up in the dictionary, like use uh, like a rhyming dictionary as well. That definitely helps for when you get stuck. And then just, fi- just find an environment that encourages you to be creative. Find your like happy spot for writing. Like for me, it's usually when I'm, I write my best stuff, usually when I'm like just sitting in the car or something. So yeah, those would be, those would be my tips. Really, it's it's kind of hard to say because it's just such a different process for everyone. But yeah, I think that that'd be a good place to get started. And you know, also
0: like I've noticed that a lot of songs these days, when it comes to lyrics, like singers and rappers, you know, um, a lot of these really really powerful songs they don't even have to rhyme. You know, like uh, a lot of great songs, like they actually don't rhyme at all. You know, unless it's a chorus. So that's because uh, uh, it's almost like uh, you're, you're telling more of the story that way. At least that's, that's my opinion. Um, you're yeah. telling more of the story that way when you're, uh, you don't have to rhyme, you know. And plus, it takes away the stress from people, too. Like, oh, no, uh, uh, what, rhymes with, what rhymes with this rhyme is that, you know. Just pretend like you're having a conversation. How would you tell the story? It doesn't have to rhyme. I mean, if, yeah. it, if it rhymes, if it rhymes, that is totally cool. That is totally cool. But it doesn't have to, you know. um,
1: It can be anything you want.
0: Yeah, even about Orange. Good luck with that, though. (laughs) Um, But Eminem did it. I will not deny that. It's possible Eminem's done it. But also, when it comes to being a singer, a lot of people may want to practice, or some of them it's natural. Um, So how much did you say, uh, how often do you practice?
1: I practice every day. I think that in order to be constantly working you just got to do a little bit of practice every day it doesn't have to be a lot just Mm -hmm. a little bit of practice every day whether it's just singing while you're working on a new song singing in the car just doing a couple Mm -hmm. warm-ups here and there i'd say if you want to be a singer practice every day even if it's just for five minutes
0: cool because a lot of people um i've noticed that they stress about it because they, they think that they should do it for a long, long time. But it doesn't have to be an hour. Yeah, even you, get, if you, you can want get to.
1: kind of burned out that way.
0: Yeah. Um, how, how would you, what would you say would be the limit for people or the oh. max?
1: Uh, it's going to vary from person to person. Just I'd say the limit is when your voice starts going hoarse or your throat starts hurting. Mm-hmm. Anything with singing, like that's the biggest thing that that's like the number one rule like if you're doing anything that is hurting your throat just stop doing it because like right you could you could lose your voice that way and then you won't be able to sing at all and then that's no good so yeah that that would be the limit
0: you know you know speaking of that though um what would you say causes people to sing through the throat because I've, I've noticed that being happened a lot but what would you say would be a good way to stop the whole singing through the throat thing
1: uh, training, for sure. Even if it's just a little, even if you just get a few vocal lessons, if you're mm-hmm. part of a choir, if you go on YouTube and you look up some lessons, just, find, just learn from someone who knows better to remedy the situation.
0: Online is just awesome anymore. Anything you want to know anymore, it's just all online anymore, you know? It's very That's true, so cool. yeah. That's so cool. Um, so if you could open up for any artists, who would it be?
1: I would say right now i would love to open up for lana del rey
0: who is lana del rey and her, her lana her, del her, her rey
1: is sort of like a i would call her like a throwback pop singer like she sings pop music but it's very um it's very glamorous it's almost sort of like old f- timey she's very uh
0: so like madonna
1: anyway, i wouldn't say madonna i'd say it's uh I don't know. It, it's hard to describe. It's very like loungy in a way, almost just okay. really, really laid back. But yeah, definitely check her out. She's super cool. She has a super cool vibe. I really like her voice. It's very, it's very low. So that's probably who I would open for right. Wanna we open for right now or Paramore since they're my all time favorite band.
0: You know, Paramore actually they've been changing their style. They changed their st- uh, compared to. I was watching a, a video about in the beginning to now. It went from like rock to like really, really popish yeah what, i what?
1: i love it i think that in order to be successful for a, as a band that long you have to evolve mm-hmm. and i think that they've done a great job of doing that that's
0: interesting yeah because uh, i was just curious like what would you which some people would call that a sellout but it's not really a sellout it's more just uh what you're saying involving like Taylor Swift did the same thing too
1: you yeah, know i think that something i think as long as you're writing music that's you know, true to what you're going through, yeah. Which I think Paramore definitely does. Like their latest album deals a lot with uh, Haley Williams struggles with anxiety and depression. So, like you're writing about a subject that's very real. So I don't understand how people could say that's selling out just because the music is a little more poppy and the music that they're writing now is actually influenced by a lot of the bands they grew up listening to. So sometimes it takes you a little longer in life to appreciate the stuff you grew up listening to. And, you know, it just seems to me like they're just going back to that. Because back when they started pop punk was and power pop and that whole work tour scene was huge. But as they continued, you know, things change. And that scene wasn't as big as it once was. So in order for them to stay relevant, they did have to change their sound a bit. So I think it's cool. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and also i find it i was actually watching another video today about like unique type of uh unique type of voices and one unique artist that i was pitched to uh the other day her name is i don't know if you heard of her she's a, she's also a youtuber too and a poetess uh her name is gabby hannah I, I don't know if you heard actually, about her, I'll have to check her out. yeah she is very um very very interesting she her type of style is more like a i think you call like a gothic type of indian okay it's very interesting because a lot of her lyrics is very very soft and even her voice like it doesn't have to be like runny or uh perfected it's like very very um low-key but very smooth and it's like uh it's like to the point and it's like even her lyrics are like very very less speaks more and i guess you can say it's very very uh simple but it has a deep 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 meaning it's very very interesting um uh, her uh, music, like, I was just pitched to her. Like she might, she might freak some people out because you know her style. But she actually uh, is very, very, very good. You should really be check sure. it out. She's really I would be good. Sure to do that. How did you handle your first stage fright? Like, how would you? What would you advise someone who's first going on stage and how would they how to handle I it? I
1: would say that you just have to. It's. I know it's easier said than done, but you really yeah. just have to get into the mindset that being nervous is going to make you do worse you just have to not give a crap and just go for it if you sing a note that's off pitch if you you know maybe trip on stage a little bit if you mess up words if you mess up a chord or a note or whatever that's fine you know you can recover from that but if you're like really visibly nervous It's uncomfortable for you. It's uncomfortable for the audience, and you're not going to shine through to your first potential. So really, it's just breaking into a mindset of "I don't give a crap" and not being afraid to make mistakes because you're going to. Everyone does.
0: (laughs) So, how would you say will be good steps to get out and like good way to work up to the stage? Like maybe like going to open mics or like just singing to random people out loud or singing to your friends or family or even church.
1: Yeah, I think any performance opportunity is going to build up your confidence. So I think open mics are a really great place to start uh figure out kind of maybe what your crutch is. Some people perform better with an instrument in front of them. Some people perform better without an instrument in front of them. I know me, I get more nervous when I'm singing and playing guitar because it's two things to think about. But if I'm just singing, yeah. I do a lot better so I tend to start my my sets when I perform live just singing and I if I want to play guitar in a song letter I just put that later in the set so then I can like work up to it and that's another thing if there's like a song that you're nervous about or like a newer song put it later on in the set because that way you can like start off with what you're comfortable with get into the flow and then work your way up to that song and that's maybe making you nervous
0: speaking of that what would you say is a good way of recovering from uh, a mistake just laugh about it or just keep going
1: um, if it's a super noticeable mistake then I don't know laughing a little bit is fine I think I think the biggest way to mean to be professional is to just act like it never happened and just keep going because you may think it's a mistake but chances are the audience has no idea so just keep it going. If you don't call attention to it, there's less of a chance that they noticed it.
0: That's really cool because um, a lot of people need to you need to hear about all this because you know some people just don't know. You know, and it's good to hear from someone who's of actually course. doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's like when you're when you're in it and when you're living it, and the more you do it, the more you the more you kind of realize these things.
0: Cool. And also, you were talking about shirts and skins. Uh, I was also also going to ask um. It's kind of hard to find a band. Uh, I know a lot of people were actually wondering about this, too. What would you say is a good way to start, like, trying to find band members?
1: Go to shows. I mean, I was fortunate enough to meet my band members in middle school. So, like, you know, <laughs> you, when you're in school, you meet people in school. But now, <laughs> as for anybody who's out of school, out of middle, high school, or college... I would say just go to local shows, get involved in your local scene, start talking with people, see who plays the kind of music that you're into. And then from there, you're going to meet, you're probably going to meet other people who are going to shows trying to start a band. There's also like a bunch of different Facebook groups, like there's Pittsburgh DIY, there's Western Pennsylvania music scene, tons of, tons of facebook groups where you can just put up a post saying hey i want to start a band my influences are this this and that i need a bassist keyboardist and drummer uh who's in for a tryout and then just start linking up with people that way jam a couple times see if it works out and it could be the start of something really great
0: and what would you say would be when you when you do have a band? what would you say is a good way to keep it together instead of because i know this just happens a lot with band members like
1: yeah Just being completely straightforward, and as soon as you feel an issue starting to arise, address it in person, face-to-face, in a very mature manner. Because the way to really ruin a band is to let things, if you have an issue with someone, or an issue with the way things are going, is to just not say anything, and just keep trying to push it down, and push it down, and push it down, because eventually one day things will blow up. Yeah, it happens to new bands, old bands, yeah. big bands, small bands. It's it's all about you know being in a band is a relationship, so you have to have like a marriage. communication is crucial to any relationship, any friendship. So talk to your bandmates, be be nice and mature, and you know if somebody can't handle that, then maybe they need to work on themselves before they need to be in a band.
0: Thank you, Victoria, for giving that information that really is uh, useful. But yeah, um, now it's time for the outside-the-box questions to have some fun, though. Cool. Uh, so, what, are, uh, what would you say would be five things that you can't live without?
1: Oh, man. Coffee is the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> Spotify Premium, because it's that's my access to all music. Um, my phone, which I know is kind of like a cop-out answer, but we're you know we're in the age of technology so that's definitely part of it probably also let's see coffee spotify premium my phone my guitar you know I, if i don't have my guitar i don't know don't know what to do with my hands hmm. and then uh my dogs I'm on i'm not living with them currently but you know Aww. i i would be so sad without them they they are like my favorite little things in this world
0: oh where are they
1: i uh, will. They they're like my family's dogs, So they're my they're they technically belong to my parents, but they'll always be mine. I'm like their I'm like their sister, you know? So they got to stay with mom <laughs> and dad, but I I'm still their sissy. I I love them so much.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so what what would you say is a motto that you live by?
1: The motto that I live by. Yeah. Honestly, work hard, play hard. <laughs> I know that that's a typical one, but I just most of my days, I'm I'm going full steam of head I head I don't stop from the moment I wake up. But you also have to know when to just like kick back with your friends and have a good time. And when I'm having a good time, I'm having a really good time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also because you have to live in the moment, because you know you're gonna it's so many things time is a waste for no one, so you have to really, yeah. you have to do what you gotta do now. And
1: I've definitely tried to just work hard without having any fun, and, you know, you just end up burning yourself out, so it's it's a, it's a good balance of, you know, planning for the future and taking the steps to achieve your goals and your dreams, and also having a good time and living in the moment, like you said.
0: Yeah, because we're all, because you have to, you're young, you know, and, like, You know, you're not going to get, you're not going to stay young forever, so while you still got your legs and able to walk, uh, hopefully you can still walk by then, you know, Mm because when arthritis hits, kids, oh, I
1: can't do what I used to
0: anymore, (laughs) oh, my hip.
1: Hopefully, Uh, I'm, hopefully, I, I I try to work out, eat, eat healthy, so hopefully I can avoid that, but I don't know. Like you said, time waits for no one, so maybe, maybe I won't.
0: (laughs) You know, speaking of that, I have a quick, uh, here's a, this, this might be, uh, it's a little bit relevant, but like, um quick question when it comes to eating healthy does that also help you sing better or is that have nothing to do with singing better
1: oh no it definitely does i mean i try to limit dairy i, I don't eat dairy products on a day that i have to sing and not that dairy products are necessarily unhealthy but they clog up the voice um so i think just kind of if you fe- if you eat better, you're gonna feel better, and if you feel better, you're gonna sing better. So it uh, it does all tie together.
0: What would you say? Let's okay. Here's a better way of saying it. Let's say you're uh, driving on the highway um, and you're alone in the car. You know what would you say is down uh, and you're at the red light, and all of a sudden your favorite song comes on and it makes you want to belt out and sing, no matter how bad you sound. What would you say is that one song that you would do at that light?
1: Hmm, it would probably be... Probably Call Me by Blondie.
0: You know what? I've heard of Blondie. I've never really listened to their music.
1: They're a band from the 80s, but I actually... I use that song in my set, and it's very much like a vocal challenge. Mm -hmm. So I like to practice it in the car. That one, and then I also like to sing uh, Told You So by Paramore, which is another song I do in my set. And like, I really just... The way I practice them is just by really going for it in the car, like if my voice cracks, whatever. But then I know like, I'm going to have that the power that I need for those songs like already rehearsed. For, so when I show up to practice, I can kind of pull the, pull the belting back a little bit and do it in a more controlled way, if that all makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Get it all out in the car and then, okay, I know I can hit those notes. I know I can push oh, the notes. The notes. Okay. So in practice, I know I don't have to push as hard.
0: Right, so it's basically a way of your, I guess, um, training your voice or uh, warming it up, I guess you can say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what would you say is your favorite 90s jam?
1: Oh, my favorite 90s jam. That is, that's kind of a tough one. The 90s are not like, like I know a lot of people are in, like in our generation are really into the 90s, but it's never... Period of music I really got into, I'd say uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Oh. I mean, that was the first album that I ever owned. Yeah. And that that might have been even late 90s. That might have been the 2000s. But I I categorize it as like
0: the 90s. Yeah, so the nice. 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so nice. Everybody goes to Britney. Everyone goes to Britney Spears. Well, uh, yeah, she was a good singer. But what, what caused her to sing like that she does not she can't actually sing but then what caused that whole that type of style I think, it,
1: I think it was i think it was just kind of for it was like an image sort of thing mm. i think like kind of being whiny from girls and boys was popular in the 90s like think about in sync and backstreet boys like they all kind of you know you're right
0: all. yeah you're right
1: i think it was i think it was a trend at the time
0: right because i remember her uh doing a. A collab with Michael Jackson on stage doing uh, "The Way You Make Me Feel," and I heard her sing with Michael Jackson. I was like, "This is not a sound right, you know." But you know, yeah. that was her—that's her style, you know. But she sounds different now.
1: She does. I, I, I think that she uh, definitely has gone through many metamorphoses as an artist, and I yeah. respect that. You know, she's always, yeah. actually now even more than anything. She's just kind of focused on taking care of her kids, which. Good for her. I'm. I'm happy for her. I'm happy that she came out on top.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially after what she went through when she was, I think that was like the, like 2010s, like when she had her uh, nervous breakdown. Around there, yeah. Yeah, you know. So that's God bless her for uh, recovering from that. She had a really good comeback, though. Really good comeback. For sure, she's doing good for herself. So, what do you feel is the most awkward job on earth?
1: Oof, the most awkward job on earth. That's hard to say, I think hmm. <laughs> probably being having to be dressed up in some kind of like big costume, you know what I mean like what? I. <laughs> I know people love like going to Disney World and stuff, but I just feel like yeah, uh... I just feel like in that big suit all day, and like i I don't know i'm sure I'm sure some people love it, but I just i I can't imagine what it's like to sweaty have to be in that sweaty suit all day, and like hey. people probably say weird things to you, like it's probably really cool to meet little kids, but i I don't know, I think that that's just the first thing that came to mind. <laughs>
0: yeah I never even thought about that, but even like being a mascot you know what would be cool though being a mascot though that'd be really entertaining.
1: Yeah. yeah like that for a football sounds, team, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that would be
0: pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But now, now I'm not I'm thinking about it, the whole Disney World thing that' would be pretty kind of sketchy because you don't know how many people's been in that thing and then you all you're oozes, you're oozing through it, and, especially people that have to do it in like the summer. Oh yeah. my God. I would go crazy, but it's cool because the, the Disney characters, like, they can do voice impressions like,
1: oh, hi everybody. Oh, yeah. I hi feel somebody. like it's, it's, probably, it's probably a really rewarding job. I know people who've worked at Disney and they absolutely love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone
0: has their own thing. Uh, so, how would you describe yourself with a film title?
1: <laughs> it would probably, like, a film title that already exists. Yes. Um... <laughs> I think it would be. Oh man, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Oh
0: my <laughs> god, Gosh. That's,
1: how I would, that's how I would describe myself.
0: Gosh, yeah.
1: that, I, I've loved that movie for since I was in like third grade. One of my dogs is named after Napoleon Dynamite, and like, <laughs> I just, I just feel like i feel i feel like him a lot so <laughs> there you go why
0: would you why would you say you feel like because
1: i just feel i feel kind of just like i think a lot of musicians go through but i just feel sort of like awkward and misunderstood sometimes i feel like a lot of the things i say people are thinking like oh my god she's so weird but like i think that just comes <laughs> with the territory of like being a creative person
0: yeah as uh chris calico says um there's not one creative person that's a little bit insane. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Oh, my gosh. Um, If you could... So, if you could fly at the top speed for 30 minutes, what would be the first place you would go?
1: Probably London. Why would you say that? I've always wanted to go there. Um, I really like visiting New York City, and I've heard that London is very similar to that, and I've never been out of the country, so I think it would be cool to be able to get there without having to like deal with like the passport and the customs and everything. So I would just fly there. The second place I would go would probably be like Iceland or Greenland. Ooh. Then another the next place would be like Hawaii. I've been there before, but I just really like it. Mm-hmm. And then the last place, I, would, I think I would just go like bundle up, check out Antarctica for a little bit, but just for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not for a while, just to check it out. See what it's yeah. like.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, it's pretty freaking cold. Like this weather over here, I have to say, like it is like bonkers. It's like one day it's nice out, then it's then it's cold out, then all of a sudden it rains, and then it's like you know what? First it's first it's fall in the winter, then it's winter in the spring, and then it's spring in the fall. It's like the weather is so bipolar anymore. It's not even funny.
1: Yeah, Pens- Pennsylvania weather is is pretty out there. <laughs> it says <it's, laughs> if you like surprises, come to Pennsylvania. <laughs> that should be a new <laughs> slogan. oh that's
0: a good one um so here's uh we're we're off we're getting near the end here but um i have one last question before we end this um uh, i've noticed that being that one person uh, to take that big step to be different you know um it takes a lot for someone to be unique you know and it's overwhelming and what would what would you say to someone who's in that predicament that is afraid to take that step What would you say to them to help, encourage them to say that there's nothing wrong with being unique? Whatever you put your mind to, if that's how you feel you should do, go for it, you know?
1: Yeah, well, honestly, I was that person for a really, really long time. So if I could go back and give myself some advice, it would be to to embrace my individuality because as cliche as it is, you really do only get one life. So you might as well spend that like being true to yourself. And I think a lot of the reasons, reason that people don't be themselves and be unique is because they're afraid of what other people will think. But if people judge you for being yourself, you don't want those people in your life anyways. The people who really love you will embrace you and accept you for who you truly are. The people who love you they want you to be happy. They want you to be healthy. And I, I wish I would have known that because I was so afraid of what other people would think, re- never really realizing that everybody around me who was worth having in my life just wanted me to be myself.
0: Exactly. Because it's, it's, <laughs> it's not healthy to have that negativity around you because if you're around that negativity, you become it. So be exactly. around people that are thinking to me. It doesn't have to be the exact mindset of you, but people who are, it doesn't even have to be exactly like you, you know. At least support you, you know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. We we Um, all need support. Yeah, the people who are closest to me in my life are very, very different from me. But they've been friends with, like, my parents are different from me. Like, a lot of my best friends who I grew up with, they're in different fields. Like, they're different than me. But they just, they respect me. They love me. They Mm -hmm. want me to be happy and healthy. And they want me to feel fulfilled in my life. So they encourage me to be myself.
0: It's very cool, very inspiring, Victoria. Very inspiring, and I appreciate you saying that. And um, and your fans, I, I, they do too. You know, I really appreciate this. Yeah. But before we end this, uh, would you like to promote uh, where we can find your music
1: at? Well, you can find my music wherever, uh, you know, all the usual online distributors: iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music. It's on all of those distribution channels. Also, be sure to like my Facebook page, Victoria Morgan, and keep updated because there's some changes coming soon that I'll be posting to that. Follow me, Vic Morgan Music, on Instagram and Twitter. And I also have a show, I have a show this Saturday at The Smiling Moose. I'll always have some coming up in the coming months. So be sure, once again, follow that Facebook page because that's where I keep everyone up to date
0: epic thank you so much victoria i thank you so much for telling your story and be on here really appreciate it really appreciate it Of course.
1: It. thanks for having me
0: yeah man no problem and for everyone else thank you so much for supporting the podcast and listening and always remember everyone to be unique this is fernando signing off until we get to our next story but before i go i just got one question for all of you who are fighting for your dreams what's your story